When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $15.99. Save $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Everyone and welcome to the Forecast Fest. I'm Kate Baldwin here with my colleague, the Entin. Shalomi, my homie, homie. I like Singular. it. Thank Singular. you. Singular. See, Thank I brought you. it. I brought it for you. John Avalon is either absent, stuck in traffic, or just dodging us at this point. We're not entirely sure. We are coming to you sooner than usual because. It is debate week in America, friends. On Wednesday, 10 Democratic candidates will be facing off in yet another primary debate. This one will be held at the Tyler Perry Studios in Atlanta. The DNC narrowed the qualifying thresholds for making the November debate stage to the following. Candidates had to reach 3 percent in at least four DNC-approved national or early state polls or at least 5 percent in two polls of the early voting (laughs) states. Are you following me, America? (laughs) I know. It's insane. Um, Also— They had to raise money from 165,000 separate donors, including a minimum of 600 donors each in at least 20 states or territories. Okay, so if your brain has just become scrambled eggs like mine, know this. One, I had to look down at notes for that. And two, two, it just means it's getting tougher to make the debate stage because they are trying to narrow the field down. So first, let's lay out which candidates made the cut. Harry, could you please set that scene? So from left to right, if (laughs) you're following me from home. I love this. You know, know, Vanna now has the easy job, which she just has to press the board. used to be she had to flip the numbers. Don't say that her job is easy. Her job is easier than it used to be. Because she used to have to flip it. Now she just has to touch the Good screen. Uh, from left to right, you have New Jersey Senator Cory Booker, then Hawaii Representative Tulsi Gabbard, Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar, South Bend, Indiana Mayor Pete Buttigieg, Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren, former Vice President Joe Biden, Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders, California Senator Kamala Harris, entrepreneur Andrew Yang, and finally, on the furthest right of your screen, is businessman Tom Steyer. So, What are you looking for? A lot has happened since the last debate. I think let's just talk about the latest polling because they're going to hit the debate stage just as Pete Buttigieg takes a commanding lead in Iowa for the first time at 20. What is he? 25 percent. And then it's a battle for second between Warren, Sanders and Biden. All 15, 15, 16 in Warren's case. So even though you've got Biden and Warren who are going to be sharing center stage— It's am I wrong to think that it could likely be all about Pete? I I think that it could very well be all about Pete. Remember what we saw last time when Elizabeth Warren was the one who was climbing in Iowa nationally. She's fallen back since that point. I think part of the reason she's fallen back is because the other candidates have been attacking her, specifically Buttigieg, but Biden as well, have been Mm -hmm. attacking her as too far to the left. And it seems to me that that those attacks worked. So if those attacks worked, and you're thinking to yourself as a candidate who's not Pete Buttigieg, I need to cut his momentum off and start my own train of momentum, then why not go after him? It seems to me the perfect recipe, and that's what I would first off be expecting 
on the debate stage. And when you you well point out what Warren was taking a lot of the heat for on the last debate stage was her evasiveness, her dodging, her inability mm-hmm. to explain um, how she would pay for Medicare for all and not raise taxes a single cent on the middle class. So she dodged it yet again on that debate stage, right? The last one. Right. And then since then, she came out feeling the pressure to announce how she was going to pay it. Like it or not, she did announce how what her payment plan was is essentially. And so and Pete Buttigieg was a large part of calling her out on that. I just wonder – I haven't seen him really take a lot of incoming – yeah, yeah right? no, he, he hasn't. And I and there are plenty of ways that you can go after him. And one of the things I'll point out is it, you know, and I continuously do it. It's one thing to be on offense when basically no one else is trying to stop you. It's another thing to be on defense when you're not in control of the game and being able to hold your own. And we've already seen multiple times this election season, whether it be Kamala Harris back in July after the yeah. first debate or Elizabeth Warren now or leading up to now, where it turns out being on defense is much more difficult. And Buttigieg has a number of weak points, not the least of which is that he is basically his highest credentials being mayor of a medium sized city in the Midwest and someone who really has no African-American support whatsoever. And so Iowa is one thing, but it's another thing to be actually able to say, I can reach out to candidates of color, and I'm expecting that attack to come. So that is interesting because it's not like he hasn't been asked about his lack of support amongst black voters. Correct. He has been asked about he it. Has. He has an answer for it. He, he's got a plan for it. He's, yeah, he yeah, says yeah, yeah. it hasn't changed. And I wonder— I don't know. That's got to be a focus for his team, his his team in debate prep. Yeah, that's it, a big thing. That's it it has to be a focus. And again, I'll just point out that, you know, Elizabeth Warren was always being attacked for being too far to the left. Yeah. Right. But I don't think those t- attacks necessarily, you know, were able to get in there, permeate because the fact was they weren't paying attention to that. So I've, I just thought of this. So is the worst thing that could happen to Joe Biden on the stage the fact that no one's really going to be bringing him up? You know what I mean? Like if all the focus is, well, Pete says this. Pete, what about this? Joe Biden's like, hey, guys, I think I'm still standing at center stage. Why don't you bring up me? You know, there is a thing about being forgotten and you don't want to be forgotten on the debate stage. But I think there's also something to be said that debates can basically have one of two outcomes. One is you don't get brought up. Therefore, your your unfavorables don't rise. Or two, you get brought Mm -hmm. up and you get your tires get slashed and all of a sudden you have your the balloon deflate from your campaign. And so it might actually be a good thing for Biden, who hasn't necessarily performed well in these debates, to not actually be the focus of attention. No, that's a good that's that is a really interesting point. So the field is narrower on Mm. the stage. Mm -hmm. Who do you think is in kind of that tricky spot of you need to make a case for yourself, you need to have an impact or else. The first person who comes up to my mind is uh, Senator Cory Booker. Um, if you look ahead to the December debates to qualify, to qualify again, you have a raise in the qualifications. And Booker right now has none, repeat zero, of the polls necessary to qualify for the December debate. And he's running out of time to get there. And so if I'm Booker, who is someone who has been seen to have strong debate performances, or at least not weak ones in the past, you really do have to bring your A game in the situation. Otherwise, his campaign is going to go. I mean, Julian Castro is based not on the debate stage now. Who's even talking about him? And Booker may have strong fundamentals, and you might say, okay, he's a good candidate. But if you're not on the debate stage, what is your candidacy exactly worth? So two people that are not on the debate stage, but 
is a new factor in all of this are, well, one person who is the new candidate jumping into the race and another person who is very likely jumping into the race very soon. You've got Deval Patrick mm-hmm. and Michael Bloomberg. Mm-hmm. I am curious how their names are brought up in this debate, what <laughs> folks say, because you've got like two paths, right? You've got the Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders path, which is in terms of like Michael Bloomberg, we don't need more billionaires running in this race. Sure. Or like you've heard, I think Pete Buttigieg say like the more the merrier, fine. Like Biden said the same thing essentially. I, 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 think they, I think these two people, while they're not on the debate, I think they add urgency to the case that folks need to make because it – no matter how you look at it, Deval Patrick and Michael Bloomberg, them getting into the race is a vote of no confidence when it comes to Joe Biden. It absolutely is a vote of no confidence when it comes to Joe Biden, perhaps not in the voters, but certainly in the donors. And that, I think, yeah. is the real question here is, look, Pete Buttigieg has been able to raise a ton of money and is continuing to raise a ton of money. And coming in first in our Iowa poll will certainly help that train keep moving forward. But someone like Biden, who's very favorable ratings have been dropping in Iowa, whose horse race numbers have been dropping in Iowa, who is not exactly a money-raising machine. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to make that case to them that I have the ship righted. Yes, Buttigieg is rising in that center lane in Iowa, but I'm the one who has the ability to reach out to voters of color in a way Buttigieg has not, and therefore you should donate to my campaign. And that, I think, is the real sort of question here is can Biden sort of quell the fears of donors? We'll see. Yeah. You know who was effective in the last debate, who I'm curious about this time? Amy Klobuchar. Mm. She was very effective in in calling out, focusing her uh, attack and criticism on Elizabeth Warren. And she did an effective job. And she and you and you could see that in kind of a post-debate glow, if you will, for her. Now – her focus has got to be on Pete Buttigieg. Oh, yeah. Because they talk about two people who are tr- desperately trying to occupy the same lane to, to like, steal a whole bunch of, you know, cliche yeah. phrases, uh, political uh, phrases. But that's the truth. The only the only uh, vote that – the only poll that counts is, is the election, election day. day. Exactly. I freaking hate that quote. Um, <laughs> but, no, I think you're right. And, you know, you saw Klobuchar actually climb a little bit in the polls after the debate. Remember, if you were to look at those post-debate sort of afterglows, you'd say that Buttigieg and – Klobuchar received the highest grades generally from folks, and we saw both of them jump in Iowa. Now, obviously, Buttigieg jumped by considerably more than Klobuchar did, Mm -hmm. but she had her highest poll number at 6% in Iowa in our last CNN poll, and her very favorable ratings also jumped a little bit. And it's very clear that she's now in the top five in Iowa, and she has to recognize, hey, we know there's these moderate to conservative voters on the Democratic side in Iowa who move from Biden to Buttigieg. Now, let's see if I can pull those away from Buttigieg myself and be able to create another debate performance where all of a sudden, instead of being at 6% as she is in our poll right now, she gets 10, 11, 12, 13. And with still about two and a half months to go until people actually caucus in Iowa, you get to 12, 13% by the beginning or middle of December, you're right there. Yeah, and you're so in the I, race. You're in the race. So I think that there is – that is another person. Her and Booker are the two people I'm keeping the closest eye on, but obviously for different reasons. I was talking to Jim Messina, obviously the, man, the man behind Obama's reelect in, in 2012. And he said – I was basically trying to get him to say – give me if he, his gut tells him that the field is kind of set in terms of heading into Iowa or if he thinks he can really change it. He says the way things are looking, it absolutely could he, – he could said we could see like violent changes if you will, in the way people are stacked up. Think about this. 
Look at the Iowa leader at this point in past cycles dating back to 2000. Look at where they ended up. Any of the leaders at this point who are polling below 49 percent in Iowa, which is, of course, where Buttigieg is right now. There have been six such examples since the year 2000. All six of those leaders went on to lose the caucuses and went on to lose the nomination. So merely the fact that Pete Buttigieg is at 25 percent out in front right now, certainly not a bad thing. You'd rather be ahead than behind. But it is by no means a solid foundation to definitely say I am going to win the caucuses. And one other point I point out, remember when Messina was running that campaign back in 2008, the Iowa caucuses were- He ran, early, he ran 2012. 2012. But he, was a, he was a top guy right, in, top in guy, 2008 as well. Correct. Um, if you were to look at where we were in 2008, remember the caucuses that year took place on January 3rd. Now the caucuses take place on February 3rd. There's a whole extra month of things to go completely awry. So one thing that they agree on, just finally, everyone on the debate stage, is impeachment. And so even though that this is a crucial question facing the country urgently now, mm-hmm. I wonder if that's one of those topics on the debate stage where you're not going to—I mean, what what difference are you going to see? This is the kumbaya moment that— nobody needs when you're trying to find differences between your Democratic candidates. Right. I mean, maybe you might see Warren try and say, I've been for it all along and the rest of them have been, you know, behind me and following the leader in line. But, you know, if you were to look at the number of questions that these different Democratic candidates have had as they visited Iowa and New Hampshire, impeachment comes up very few times. It's one of those things that certainly the voters are for, but it's not necessarily something that seems to be moving a lot of votes. Yeah. Okay, so that does it for us today in the special edition of the forecast. Special edition. I was do do do. No. What do you feel like? Is that like Sports Center? I have been listening to the 1992 Sports Center theme song with Linda Cohn doing the sort of over voice. It's very addicting. Okay, we're gonna end it there before we go any deeper. Do do do. Nope. Thank you. Please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. While you're there, leave us a rating or a comment, please. And also, we want to know how you think this week's debate is going to impact the 2020 race so you can find us. I'm at Kate Baldwin. Oh, oh yeah, that's me. Oh, uh, my God. I, I'm at Forecaster Enten, E-N-T-E-N. And John is at John Avalon. Just sent him snarky notes for being caught in traffic. Uh, special thanks to our team behind the scenes, Amy Eason, Lauren Moore, Raj Makija, and David Toledo. We'll see you next time for another edition of The Forecast Best. We all do things our own way. And since the way that each of us sleeps is unique, you need a bed that fits you just the right way. Sleep Number Smart Beds make your sleep experience as individual as you are, using cutting-edge technology to give you effortless, high-quality sleep every night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 Smart Bed is only $15.99. Save $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.